0: Hi, and welcome to Peculiar Youth Connect. My name is Tanuru Osa. I'm the youth pastor of Peculiar Assembly of Saints National Church. So today we're talking about bitterness and division. In the world, there's lots of division going on. And that division is either because people think you're for me, you're against me. I'm on this side of the aisle, you're on that side of the aisle, I'm on this camp, you're on that camp. And that in the world is not creeped into the church. So today I have a um, special guest with me. Pastor Catherine Indihera, she is the Assistant Pastor at Peculiar Assembly of St. National Church, so I want you to be encouraged as you listen to this, share with, this with your friends, with your family, and I pray that the Holy Spirit ministers to you. Again, you can find these episodes on any streaming platform, and you can also download our app, which is Peculiar Assembly, at Google Play or Apple Stores, and you can also listen to previous episodes from there. Anyway, without, without any further ado, let's get going.
1: That will honor you in every, in every word, in every deed, and every thought, Lord God, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over the atmosphere, over the platform. And may this be, bring honor and glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So um, I guess a broad theme today is on um, bitterness and division. But there's a specific question that um, Pastor Catherine has. I'm going to read the question. And all right. So the question is, how long can I love someone? who has a different of opinion with me? How long can I love them? How can, or how can I love someone that has a difference of opinion with me without becoming bitter and, and 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 all types of things? So how can I love someone that we disagree without becoming bitter? I guess that's the gist of the question. So Pastor Catherine, the floor is yours. How can I love someone that we I disagree with, you know, without it turning into something, without it turning into bitterness? So the floor is yours.
2: Kasati, thank you for having me on Peculiar Youth Connect today. I'm grateful. So the question has been raised to Rosa. how can I love someone who has a different opinion with me without being bitter towards them? First of all, I will want to say that there are billions and billions of people in this world and I stand to be corrected. The little people that I've met in my life, the few hundred of people that I've met in my life, there is no one personally that have agreed with me in totality. We may agree on some things, on issues, but not everything. And that brings the genuity of god's creation you are special you're unique you're peculiar and we must all understand that and because of that because god created us uniquely we are bound to see different things in with different perspectives so having said that we know many people are in the world And of course, some people will get along more than the others. But as a Christian, how do you get along with someone who have a different opinion from you? In this day, when we have opinion on everything from the current events, is that what we want to talk about? to religion? Is that where we want to start? To politics? To social justice? To name the subject. Something is different and something is unique. And I know that Lord Jesus said, We are in this world. We are not of this world. So we know who we belong to. But God brought us here for a purpose. Jesus himself came down for a purpose. And that purpose is to redeem man, to reconcile man back to God. And he did everything he needed to do But one thing from my studying of the scripture that the Lord did not do was to force people. Jesus didn't force any of us. He laid it bare to us. He said, choose. He encouraged us that we may have life and have it everlasting. So, as Christian, as followers of Christ and seeing what Jesus did. I I am of opinion that most of us want to live like Jesus. Everyone who professes to be follower of Christ wants to be like Jesus. And now seeing different people all over the world with different personality, with different opinions and all of this going on. How do we then relate to them? I'm not saying it is easy, but it is something that we must work towards. And personally, one thing that I've helped me is I try as much as possible to be at peace with all men. So one thing I'm gonna give you today, number one, is be at peace with all men. And how do you find peace with all men? You must respect your differences without being bitter. You must respect your differences without being bitter. The moment you know that Jesus came into this world to die for each and every one of us, and that we all have a responsibility to either accept that love or reject that love, We must be ready to accept that people we either accept or reject our opinion without us being bitter towards them. So I think that's one of the common grounds that we have to accept as mankind, people who are created after the image and the likeness of God be at peace with all men show them the love of Christ do not argue with them because you are not their Lord and Savior when I say do not argue does that mean you have to be quiet no does that mean you cannot have an ex you cannot express your own opinion no but when you begin to go back and and um, forth to a point where there is no respect of opinion there is nothing coming out of that there will be nothing that will come out of it so we find that common ground this person or this group of people are created by god there was a time i did not see lord help me to be at peace with this person lord help me to be at peace with this group of people and as you are, you find that inner peace and you are not bitter towards them, you can pray for them. You can love them. Jesus, even in sin, loved us. Before we ever knew we wanted to come to him, he gave himself up for us. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah recorded that the Lord asked, who shall I send? And he said, Lord, send me. It wasn't easy. He wasn't totally accepted. But he delivered God's message as God led him without bitterness to the children of Israel. Bitterness Is not a fruit of the spirit. Bitterness does not produce anything that is good. So we want to show love. We want to be at peace. Also, very important, we want to pray for them. That the Lord will bring these people to the light of Christ. We don't know it all. We don't have it all together. But Jesus has it all together. We take it back to Him. We give it to Him. Lord, help us to be able to show Your love. To be able to demonstrate Your love. To be able to show Your peace. To be able to demonstrate Your peace. Like I said, If Christ did not force you, if Christ did not force me, we can't force anyone to accept our opinion or that our opinion is more superior than their opinion. When the Lord open the eyes of their understanding or the Lord open your eyes on how you should pray, then we will leave our world a better place than we meet it. We will truly shine as light. We will truly shine. We will truly be tasteful as the salt of the world. So even though we share different opinions, remember that in John chapter 13 verse, I think verse 34, Jesus said, Love one another as I have loved you. No matter what, we put bitterness aside. We put the opinion aside and love people with the love of Christ. Praying for their salvation. Praying for the eyes of their enlightenment to be opened. There is no condition attached to Jesus' love. It is not attached to a political party. It is not attached to racial justice. It is not attached to color. It is not attached to money. It is not attached to anything, not even religion. Jesus said, not all that calls me Lord, Lord will enter my kingdom. The love of Christ is not attached to any event. The love of Christ is attached to his divinity, reconciling us back to the Father. And that is the cross that we carry and that is what we want to show the world without being bitter towards them praying that the lord will make them to see so no condition is attached to it not even bitterness not bitterness love offers the best jesus is the best thing that can ever happen to anyone until then we will keep praying love offers the best and one thing that i also want to add is this respect other people a lot of times if no matter what if either the person is a child or an adult or a boy or a girl or another person of a different faith. And you, and we feel, including me, that this person is going the wrong way. After prayer, give them some space by showing respect. We have listened to them. We choose to listen to them for a purpose. To be able to minister the gospel and affirming our faith in Christ. Ending it with respect that the Lord God Almighty will open their eyes of understanding without us being bitter. Somebody might curse you out. You might feel very, very offended. But the person does not know better than that at that time. Just share the love of God. Respect. No argument. Ask for peace. And that way. You would be on top and you become the reading, living Bible that others read. I hope this has blessed you. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank God. you very much. Thank you for that, Pastor Catherine. Yeah. So I just want to read this scripture for I, I, I open it up for others that want to contribute. Think it's think is second Corinthians five. Um, Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 16, it says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. Yet we know him thus no longer It says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. So not according to how they look like, not according to where they're from. We regard no one according to the flesh, even if they disagree with us in on political issues, anything like that. We regard the person according to how God sees them. And God sees people as lost sheep in need of a shepherd. So when I regard people, when I don't regard anyone according to how I feel, or according to the flesh, or according to how they look like, or according to what they have said, and I regard them according to how God sees them, that now enables me to live at peace and that now enables me to actually want to 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 minister to them so I just want to share that out there and I want to open this up for uh either pastor Duri or Dr any if they have anything to say about this in terms of like you know how do I live peaceably? how do I actually live this out so the floor is open um, if anyone wants to share anything uh about this so I don't know if you want to share something you can just unmute yourself.
3: Okay. Um so you say how do you live um it out in terms of um bitterness, right? Yeah, yeah. and division. I think just the topic bitterness as and division. Um like Pastor Catherine uh, rightly mentioned, if um um we cannot look at people. Um God God sent His, God sent his son while we were still sinners. Just the very concept, just that very verse already tells us that if God could look past us and our thoughts that were even not in line with who he is, because he said he's holy, we don't have the right to do that to anybody. So if you're going to talk about bitterness and division, and yes, you might say, even as children of God, yes, we're supposed to preach the gospel and we're supposed to share the word of God. But when Jesus Christ told the disciples, those that do not receive you, dust your feet and keep it moving. So it's not even our position to even force the gospel on them. It's to preach it and allow the Holy Spirit to do the work. So we're not going to, like she said, there is nobody that you can say 100% of the time you fully agree with. I think we're living in a world now where people think you either agree with me and if you don't agree with me, then you automatically hate me. No, the, the the Bible tells us to seek peace, to, to turn away, Psalm 34, 14 says, turn away from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. So if we're, to, we're supposed to be active pursuers of peace, even when I present the gospel, I am still seeking peace. So in that mindset, even if I present the truth of God's word, if that person does not accept it, I keep it moving. If I present my views on certain things, the person doesn't have to accept My point of view. The same way I don't have to accept it, but you can respect one another. And you can disagree, you can agree to disagree and keep it moving. You pursue peace with everyone. And Hebrews 12 14 says, pursue peace with everyone as well as holiness. Without it, no one will see the Lord. We cannot claim to be children of God and say, well, because this is my political point of view. I think she alluded to that. If you don't agree with my political point of view, then you're not a believer, or you don't do it, then we cannot know. You ha- we have to yes be firm in the word of God. This, the scripture is the standard but the same scripture tells us we need to seek peace if we're christians that say it's my way or the highway and we choose to rejoice over somebody's shortcomings when they've either fallen into a pit because of something they say that is wrong then there's something wrong with us because if christ died while we're yet sinners he saw our pitfalls and still loved us enough we have to see them, like you just mentioned, as lost sheep, and we have to respect that this is where they are right now, and they will come to the knowledge of who Christ is. That the, the basis of the Bible, even every other decision we make pertaining to our lives, pertaining our business, pertaining to politics, whatever decisions we make. It may be right, it may be wrong, but that is our opinion and that is that person's opinion. And we have to come to a place where I'm able to respect your opinion. I may not agree with it, but I'm able to respect it and respect you because ultimately you're also a creation of God. And I have to respect that. If God respects our free will, we have no right to say it's my way or the highway. That's all I wanted to just add.
1: Thank you for that. Um, I think it's it's important. I want to read this scripture. I think it's from Hebrews twelve, because when you talk about in Psalm thirty four, says Hebrews twelve fourteen. It says pursue peace with all people. Notice it says all people, and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Verse fifteen now says, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. So it says pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. If you're harboring bitterness in your heart it's going to affect your walk with Christ. Don't tell me you have an intimate, vibrant relationship with God, but you have bitterness and envy against your your brother or sister. That's impossible. So you can't say that I I walk, that, that I know him, but yet uh, I practice something else. So if we want to to have that intimacy with God, we want to have that close relationship with God. We need to pursue peace with all people. So they have to understand if you're a Christian, if you're if you're living a a life that, that God has called you to live, there are going to be people people that are going to automatically hate you. That is guaranteed. but your own from from your own point towards them it should not be hate towards them. It should be love towards them, it should be peace towards them. You have to see them as God sees them. And you don't see them according to how I'm feeling or what they said. No, 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 no. You have to see them as God sees them. So because at the end of the day, the most important part of, of, of your life is your relationship with God. So whatever, anything that is going to hinder that, whether it's bitterness, whether it's unforgiveness, anything that is going to hinder that, you have to get rid of it. Anything that's going to, a little a little bit of leaven is going to, is going to spoil the whole lump. So anything that's going to hinder that. You have to get rid, rid of it. So I just want to encourage you, if anyone that is struggling with bitterness or envy, anything like that, and you feel like I can't even, you have to get rid of that. You have to repent from that so that you can have this joyous relationship with God. Because if you hold on to bitterness, it is going to, like it says in Hebrews 12, 14, looking carefully, looking, verse 15, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up Cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. So I just want to encourage you to if you're struggling with that, just go to the Lord and ask him to take that out, out of your heart. So I know the time is 927. I don't know if anyone has any other contributions that they want to make before we, we finish or anything like that. So if you feel anything in your heart you want to share, um, feel free to share that now. Okay. All right. So if there's no other um cont- contribution um i just wonder if um pastor Catherine if you can um pray um for us as we close and pray for those that maybe are struggling with bitterness or are struggling with unforgiveness perhaps something has been done to them and they they their heart is hardened towards towards uh, towards forgiving so just pray for them that God will touch them even as we close in Jesus name
2: Amen. Almighty Father, we just thank you, Lord, even for this discussion that we have had on our opinion of others, even when they are bitter against us. Lord Jesus, even as your word has said in the book of Romans, that when our enemies are hungry, we should give them food. When they are thirsty, we should give them drink. Father, you said, O oh God, that we should surprise them with our goodness. Father, we ask, O oh God, that envy will not get hold of us and take us away from your will. Because nothing, nothing in this earth uh, that is evil brings out the good but good overcomes evil. Father, we are people called by your name. Father, you are the good Lord. Almighty Father, we ask, O oh God, that grace to spread your goodness. Father, we ask for it. Father, is there anyone who has been bitter, who has been hurt? Yes, Lord, is very painful. But Lord, even despite everything they did to you on the cross of Calvary, you forgive man. For that grace, O oh Lord, for that even to forgive each other, for that we ask for it. We want our world to be a better place. Father, we want to truly be your disciple. Holy Spirit of God. Take away every bitterness from us. Take away every pain, O Lord. Take away every envy, O Lord. Lord, let the fruit of the Spirit, O God, be evidence in our life that our life, O God, will reflect your goodness and your glory. And Lord, truly, we will be referred to as Christ followers. Father, we give you glory, we give you praise. Father, is there anyone O oh Lord, who will be listening to this podcast and Lord, they are wondering, Christians most times what things I hear these days is oh, you all are hypocrites. My Lord and oh my God. Open their eyes and reveal to them who you are oh Lord. Father, draw men, especially our youth, our brothers, our sisters, our friends. Draw them unto you, oh Lord. Father, you are the only one that can do it, oh Lord. Father, we stand in gap for them. Father, we don't want them, oh Lord, to end up because it looks like, yes, after death, there is nothing more. There is much more, oh God. This life is just a transition heavenly father we pray oh god for that that you open the eyes of our youth oh god our friends our brothers oh god that they will see you oh god and they will turn to you oh lord and father lord our world will be a better place for that these are many more blessings oh lord We are asking for, Lord. Father, Lord, we pray, O Lord, Jehovah, Lord, that even in this generation, we will pass the baton, O God, even to the next generation. And Father, unto your kingdom come, O Lord, your name and your name alone will be exalted and glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you very much for that, Pastor Catherine.
0: Hi, and thank you for again for listening to Peculiar Youth Connect. Um, That was an episode on bitterness and division. So I just want to encourage you to get into the Word of God. You read, you pray, and you ask God to minister this to your heart so that you're able to be a blessing to other people. Again, thank you for for listening to Peculiar Youth Connect. You can find this episode available on every streaming platform. You can also find this episode available on our app, which is Peculiar Assembly. You can go to the Apple Store or Google Play Store and download it from there. And you're going to see other episodes there and also other things that the Church Peculiar Assembly has to offer for you. Again, thank you for listening and God bless you. Bye-bye.